0: Okay, we're here with Whitney Marston-Pierce. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, so, you know, I, I think um, I've got a number of ways I want to take this, but I want to focus on uh, sort of you're an innovator and you're a collaborator. And, and the collaborative, your collaboration piece is something that we've kind of been challenged with, you know, sort of with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you could, you know, kind of lend some good, in- you know, staying on top of your game uh, from a, a collaboration perspective and, and getting the best uh, kind of projects out there, but that means nothing to anyone uh, without maybe a little bit of context. So uh, if you would like, I'd give you the floor. I'd love to hear a little bit about your kind of background and, and your story.
1: Totally. Uh, hi, yeah, I'm Whitney Marston Pierce. I have been in marketing for almost 20 years. Don't look too closely. Um and I uh, started accidentally, um, and, and it just kept happening over and over again. So here we are 20 years later. Um, the last, I'd say, 10 years, I've spent mostly in the startup space. Uh, so helping companies become better companies and helping ideas become companies. That's like the main thing I do that I say, make uh ideas into viable, vibrant businesses Um, in the middle. And still I have a branding agency and I think a lot of everything you do with a brand these days stems from the brand itself. Um, And yeah, I have been a consulting CMO for a lot of the last decade as well. So a lot of just consulting, collaborating as you were saying and what have you um yeah so I've worked at a ton of companies because I'm in and out pretty quick generally speaking well pretty quick meaning you know less than a year um and so I've been lucky enough to work in a ton of industries which I think is really effective in terms of uh what I do because I can see the trends across industries versus being you know knee deep or neck deep in one where it's you know hard to see the forest for the trees so yeah that's what I do
0: stuff sweet things yeah how'd you get into that I mean obviously you don't just start your career and become like I'm fractional CMO for hire Uh, how did you kind of build to the sort of platform um, that you're at today
1: yeah definitely so to go back to 20 years ago when I accidentally started in marketing it was because people were asking for my opinion and eventually I started asking for money for my opinion. Um, That has just continued to happen. Um, So what I ended up doing was kind of uh, building my business to match reality. Um, There's this game I used to play. I invented it uh, sitting on the beach in Zanzibar. I know that's an annoying sentence, but it's true. Um, And Red Red Wine came on and I was like, oh dude, I hope that this is all UB40. And it was the first track of the best of UB40, it sounded like at least. Um, So that is when I started the game, Wish for What's Already Happening. (laughs) A great game, you win every time. Um, But And I'll get back to it, but it's kind of my philosophy and work in general. Um, So yeah, ended up doing that for like, being asked for my opinion asking for money or equity or both for it um and in the startup world and, and it made a ton of sense that I could come in give a bunch of opinions and then someone else would be bound to be asking and so I could take on more than one at a time uh and yeah uh that's it it was pretty organic is I guess the short answer to that um but it's not dissimilar to my entire like work theory, which is test, analyze, iterate, I- 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 iterate. <laughs> um, and you know that is when I had my branding agency. You know it was a little more intense than it is these days. I was watching people have a brand and not know what to do with it, and so it was, you know I tested this branding agency, and yes, it was great to build brands, but was it more effective to Put this brand into the world to employ and deploy it which is another annoying sentence but it's totally true um so yeah that's that's how that happened
0: <laughs> great yeah so i'm not even going to bring it full circle yet uh i'll wait for a few more questions um what kind of Brands, people, companies, industries. How do you kind of segment? Um, I know my knowledge of you is that you're in New York, but I don't know if you've you've also been in in L.A. Obviously, Zanzibar, other, you know, exotic (laughs) locations. But like, you know, is it geographic focus because there's certain types of businesses there, Or, or or tell me kind of how that, you know, what that makeup is like. I didn't, you know, some. I mean, I'm used to kind of hearing like, well, I focus on kind of B2B SaaS in the, you know, whatever fintech vertical, and that's my specialty. I don't think that's the case with you, but you do have some sort of commonalities, I would think maybe, but what are you, what kind of partners are are best uh, when you're out there in the marketplace?
1: Yeah, I think these days my specialty, if one can say it, would be direct consumer uh, CPG, more or less um it I find it really satisfying um so that's really been more or less what I've been working in most recently um to give you the least of finance of all time it kind of uh goes without I know it does not go without saying sorry I'm turning off my dings um uh I it's been very organic in the way that people are refer, they, they are referred to me, and if I like them, I will work with them. Um, because after having spent enough time doing this, there are patterns that go, you know, that are cross industry, cross whatever. I mean, granted, CPG and B two B is a very different space, but at the same time, you're processing similar data and you know analyzing it to decide on outcomes and if. If your practice is data based, you can move that all over the place. So the answer is whoever knocks on my door <laughs> that I yeah. like.
0: Yeah, yeah, well they got to go through that. I mean, you know, we always talk about artificial intelligence and machine learning, but the brain is like one of the more powerful computers out there. So they go through an advanced algorithm to get from door knock into um, the inner inner circle. Uh, You know, one thing that kind of, I think, um, seems to be important is, and I don't know if you'd call it like business model innovation, but you know, when did you start saying, taking equity and has that been a good idea or has it just been sort of happenstance or it hasn't paid off? I mean, when did you decide that and kind of how have those results fared and what does that sort of mean as you kind of look forward and continue to learn, analyze, iterate?
1: yeah nice um it's interesting because equity doesn't mean anything until it does um and depends on what kind of equity what types of shares you know class a b c d whatever number letter um how you get paid out if you get paid out if it is just an you know an acquisition or an exit or an ipo that you get paid at um a lot of people see equity as this carrot, which in a lot of ways it is. You know, if you have like quarterly dividends, that makes sense. But in, you know, different shares, you don't get jack until the company gets acquired or they IPO. So it's, it's been varying, varying. that's the word I was looking for. Um, it has, yeah, varied. Uh, I do have one company um, that I'm very excited because it looks like they will eventually IPO um, not quite a, not quite a unicorn, but, uh, Flex, the Flex company I was at very early on as I'd say a proto-founder maybe. Um, and so, yeah, they're doing very well and just growing and growing and growing. So I'm really excited for them. Um, otherwise, yeah, 90% of startups fail. And even if I'm there and I can do a really good job, <laughs> a lot of them still fail, um, and it's interesting. It's a conversation I've been having a lot recently. Is that not to quote a book? Well, there's the founder's dilemma behind me, but it is interesting to watch the the patterns that happen in founders as well. Um, people kind of getting in their own way. Uh, so yeah, that's something I've been thinking about a lot. Working with a, a executive coach friend of mine, having those chat sets. On the brain. <laughs> Is the
0: Flex company? Would that be like kind of your first big outcome, or have you, have you had also varied sets of outcomes? Like I know the outcomes can vary, but have you personally sort of experienced that? Like some turn into cash flow, some turn into like little pops, others turn into a big pop. How's that kind of
1: played? Yeah, out? totally. There's yeah, th- I think Flex would be the biggest pop uh, just because you know an IPOs are massive deal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely been yeah, like you know, side chicks if you will. <laughs> No. Um. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> obviously come on man
1: hey we're all dudes here yeah. um but yeah there there are some things that'll you know trickle in or when i'm not paying attention like you know residuals in a way sometimes mm-hmm. um i used to be a musician i oh, used to that's such a sad statement oh. um but yeah it's like you know someone plays your song on spotify a couple years later they're like oh cool a slice of a penny um so yeah it, it's been super varied, um, but now these days I'm looking when I get into a project to have a very healthy chunk of equity if I'm going to be involved because I need to have to care. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. It's no, that's too great. long.
0: <laughs> you know, you don't want to be giving zero flex. haha. <laughs> you give lots of flex. I just I feel like man, I give so many flex. Um, okay bye just keep going with that okay so like what i think so actually now maybe full circle and i kind of was talking about how does collaboration work these days with covid not that that's like this isn't like a covid themed podcast or anything but um you know I, i took a few leaps there which i know that yeah to find business and find relationships and to be well, I'll put some words in your mouth, and you kind of, kind of comment and right. correct. To really make an impact on a brand and be their lead marketing person, and to get paid for that, and to even get equity, which you want to, to pay off, you need to know the brand and know the the team, on some level uh, deeply and by and just know you know, be able, build your own story around it build it's you know whether it's has an existing kind of persona or aura or you you're kind of defining it and to be willing to enter into those relationships you really have to find these these partners you know they knock on your door but then they go through that mental algorithm of okay I would work with them or not and so that all comes from like collaborations right it's in your network it's these are all sort of collaborative relationships, I, then I there's another tangent. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, you kind of have this career and business and portfolio approach, which is interesting. And I, I like that I do like this kind of how do we level ourselves up? It's not always just from like kind of horizontaling out and like, Oh, I'm going to repeat myself and build this into a repeatable process. I think there's kind of an art and beauty into it not being repeatable. Um, but that's like kind of constraining, but you're obviously doing really well at that. So there's there's kind of that there. But anyways, collaborating finding collaboration collaborators and doing the collaboration has that been sort of a challenge and how do you see that kind of panic playing out over the next you know year plus so still in pandemic but then and beyond
1: yeah it's it's interesting uh previous to pandemic times as you were mentioning like there's yeah things were geographically centric geographic geocentric you know what i mean Yeah based on people I knew and people they knew and a lot of businesses in New York. And then I could go into the offices and sit down with the founder or the CEO and have a conversation about what they needed and their vision and this, that, and the other. Um, That is not a thing anymore. Um, But I have actually had almost more opportunity since then. Um, in the COVID era, because you can connect with anyone at any time, and we're all used to sitting on Zoom at this point, point. Um, and it's been very interesting because I actually have a geographically centric set of uh, clients right now, and they're in the Detroit area. Um, but it's because I, I was at one company, and then there's, well, okay, I'll tell you this. Most important thing is being honest. Um, this is how I've gotten the vast majority of my clients during this time. Like if you cannot or do not want to work with a person, don't. Um and uh in the beginning of the Detroit thing, I well, as you know, I have an investment property in Detroit, met uh a business per- person there um who wanted me to help with their business, like I do, that um didn't go particularly well um really should have used my like powers of people reading on that one didn't didn't do it Uh, I was too excited about the product and didn't think about the people as much as I should have um but that led me to pretty much everyone else I'm working with at this point um so a consultant came on and I was like hey consultant just I all I can do is be honest like don't put your fingerprints on this train (laughs) right and you know it's kind of continued that way like you just have to be honest and genuine and sincere. And I've found that to be the most like actually monetarily rewarding practice that has been, that has, I would say, really coalesced over this like COVID era, because I don't know these people. I haven't met most of them. (laughs) And so you have to find this new connection and that I'm finding that for me is to be brutally honest. (laughs) Yep.
0: So, you know, one question is, do you think of yourself as an investor or how do you categorize, you know, Whitney, Marston, Pierce?
1: That's a really good question. That's, that's existential, man. I think I am, yeah, definitely looking at myself more in those terms these days, um, I think in early days sometimes i would take equity because it was all the people were offering You're like these companies didn't have money but i thought they were cool and interesting and i was young and didn't you know didn't know the whole deal uh, uh but now i'm like yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I i would consider myself or a, a burgeoning investor let's say yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of like asking around this because I don't even have the right, the perfect words, but, you know, how does, you know, speak to how one makes a career out of being sort of a, I mean, I'm like lone wolf or like an independent, you know, contributor. Like you haven't picked one thing to just be like, I'm going super deep on this one product or opportunity, but you have gone deep on the, I can, my skills to come in and, and make value, you know, where there was less value before and to kind of connect products into the marketplace. But how have you, I mean, you know, speak to how you've, you know, been so successful making a career out of being like a kind of a, an army of one and, you know, a specialist in your, in your field.
1: Well, that is all very nice of you to say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I, I do think it actually has a lot to do with my upbringing. You um, know, a couple of things in my family that were just normal that aren't normal in a lot of families um so in my family the way to success or the way you are you know seen as being successful there's two things one is you have to own property by 30 um two is generally speaking run your own business um and that has been my you know that's what I've grown up with that's what I've known as truth uh my family is full of Swiss army knives. Um, and I was also raised by a single mother, which requires you to be a Swiss army knife, which I think is how I just understood that I had to gather as many skills as possible. Um, because I watched my mother do it and be really successful at raising me. (laughs) Uh Um, but I think it was, it was my normal. Um, so I think going back to what I was saying earlier is the kind of like wish for what what's already happening. I had this disposition as it were. Um, I needed to figure out how to make that a thing, <laughs> which is I, funny because that's what I do with businesses. Like I have this idea, how do we do a thing around it? Um, and I don't, I, I think I'm, I might be having an epiphany with your existential question from earlier is I, um, Did my own thing to my own thing
0: yep yeah that's great uh we we, i mean you know uh, my kind of goal with this podcast is you know find these people that are super interesting that i enjoy talking to in, in many cases wrong person yeah yeah no but uh or would i mean mostly it's like people i know and have communicated with and then it's just like putting those conversations on the internet because people can benefit from it. So I'm sort of a little bit fishing, but I know you're, you know, but there's something about like, I want to be work on projects. I want to collaborate that the kind of freedom and flexibility that you've developed in your kind of life and career to be able to like pick projects, get paid, get paid in a different, a variety of different ways because you're thinking about not just short term, but, you know, medium and long-term. And then, you know, the fact that you can have success in that way, I think, you know, there's a future of kind of work and that, you know, thread or that vein of thinking, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you you know, it, there's a future of sort of how kind of ideas come to life. Uh, we have a shared sort of um, kind of passion and bond over like just getting good ideas to the market and making sure they they get there. We don't know, we, we don't know everyone's buying behavior and if everything will be successful, but it's like great to see something like actually make it off the, you know, sketchboard and into the world um but I we're kind of kindred spirits and we've got lots of projects going on and and just sort of how to yeah navigate that and and where to find value and and how that's fulfilling to to ourselves individually so I think yeah, I'm kind of I'm trying to tug on those strings because I like that too and I don't know enough about my I I can't even I couldn't you're, you're answering these questions better than I could if someone asked me that I'd be like uh
1: if if what I told is, you you were on a myself? podcast, yeah, yeah, you might figure it out because I just this is as I was mentioning, it's coming out.
0: No, that's uh, great. But, what about your own products? I mean, like, how do you, you know, what are you like? Do you invent stuff yourself, or do you really find like you like grabbing on the best ideas? And and your strong suit is getting them and getting product market fit and getting into the market? I guess, what's the kind of balance between, because obviously you have this mechanism in your mind and in your experience for how to make people buy stuff. (laughs) So do you ever, are you ever like, I should just sell on my own stuff or are you always just kind of using that with things that already have some, that are already progressed a little bit?
1: That's really interesting you should ask because that is a shift that's happening right now for me. Um, To go back a little bit, um, you were talking about, you know, kind of the future of work and what it looks like to, you know, have your hands in a couple different places and a couple different pots, if you will. Um, And this is something we've discussed at length previously is, you know, having those levels and layers, a diversified portfolio, if you will. And we've both really been paying attention to real estate um, because people always need a place to live, right? Um, And now more so than ever. So that's actually really this kind of societal shift has really been uh, informing what I'm doing uh, and that leads into your next question. So previously I have found a lot of like, I think we're similar in the way that we're like business adrenaline junkies. Um, <laughs> Good one. Um, also kind of annoying. Um, that actually, I would love a mega cut of me saying that's annoying um, to finish the podcast. That's right. So it's you know, happen. that's annoying. No, <laughs> that's the trailer. Uh, so business adrenaline junkies, we like to have our you know business all over the place, really. Um, and so that this societal shift has that I've been just data not even mining just like I love analytics I love seeing trends and right now is like the mecca of trends because everything's changing and in a big way um you know people aren't saying like the future is different the future is just five to ten years closer than we were expecting and that's all happened within what the space of years so that all being said I am really leaning on doing my own stuff right now um, for the first time in a very long time, if not ever, um, here in New York City, out there, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it feels really cool. Um, I think you know the last big project that I kind of headed my, uh, that that I was making my own ideas happen was the agency. Um, and I've had so much fun, you know, like teasing out other people's issues and you know growing their ideas and their businesses. Um, But I think it's kind of led me back to, you know, the beginning where I'm like, okay, so I've gathered these skill sets and I want to start putting out my own things rather than ideas into the world because I've watched it be successful um, for other people. And something I've said many times is and not actually acted on was you can't live someone else's dream. (laughs) Um, So right now I'm doing I'm starting three of my dreams, which is pretty cool. Um, and they all have to do with crazy with the myth. I don't know I was going to do something dramatic it's pointless um just with the shift so like talking about like you know moving from being in an office to being at home more often and that will as we well know will continue to happen outside of COVID that now Salesforce and Spotify have now offered a uh, flexible work locations um so you know all at this point all of the largest tech companies are allowing people to work from home those large companies are headquarters in big expensive cities if you don't have to pay a ton of money to go to work to you know to live near your place of work what does that look like ah it's so exciting so yeah Mm. um doing some home-based stuff uh home decor kind of nesty business not nest the company like nesting um and then also getting back into healthcare, um working with some supplements um and some new kind of fun ideas um i'm thinking about things i want because now i am the ideal consumer this is what i know because i tell people i'm like okay i'm a yuppie i am you know 20 30 to 45 um double income no kids uh this that and the other like oh i'm the person with the money to spend what do i want because i can go find me real easy yep yeah uh,
0: that's interesting because i have felt the same way on a a bunch of projects and um to varying success, it's not always a home run, but you do always kind of hear the anecdote of like, you know, be your own customer, scratch your own itch. And like, that yields this like, voila. And I think sometimes we all like look too hard for that. Like, what's my problem? What's my problem? Like, where's my problems? And then other times it's just obvious. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're kind of more in the latter uh, area here where you're like, wow, this is obvious. And no one knows your customer persona like you because you are you. Um, so, you know, this is going to be a fun adventure. Um, so how do you get the confidence and, or foundation or stability or anything to switch more, if not most from what you're saying of your attention to your own internal projects, you've been your own boss, uh, you're working for yourself and now you're kind of like working for yourself like squared because (laughs) it's, you know, you've got your own thing, but it's to work on this new thing for someone who's had a career of, you know, charging money, and fees and now being like ooh, I, I have to be switching gears to like product revenue and inventory turn or, or whatever the case may be for the products what how does that feel and what what were kind of the mental what, what are you dealing with making that shift
1: um at first it was kind of terrifying um but also not like I've worked really hard for a long time to have a bit of a cushion to do something like this um but at the same time like that working really hard is meant like, I worked with a ton of idiots um, and I just, that built up enough. And I was like, I don't want to work with anything. I will do my own thing. I'm um,
0: thinking about my own timeline knowing you. I was like, oh well, shit now, which bucket am I in? Cause I thought, you know, I like was which in, side like are you? the good collaborator, like made it through that algorithm, but maybe I made it into the cushion algorithm. I don't know, um, uh, just kidding. Okay, keep going, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it's so, yeah, it, it's a matter of, you know, finding your joy. It, it, if I was searching for what I, what problem I needed to solve, I wouldn't be doing this. But because I was like, yo, you're having this issue. It's what you like to do. Um, so in uh, terms of the home goods stuff, uh, I am basically sourcing from artisans around the world and, and curating a collection um, for people to put in their homes. Uh, what do I love? Traveling, what can't I do? Travel, what do I love? Shopping, what does that cost money? So I can shop for other people because all the way back to the top, people pay for my opinion, <laughs> which yes. is crazy to me still. But in any case, they can, and my taste is, you know, renowned, it's not, but, you know, enough right. so that people have given me money for it for over a decade. why not just do the thing I love and the thing that people don't have that skill set for right now Um, so yeah I mean if it wasn't as obvious it wouldn't be happening but it feels right Um, the the other project is it's really simple I've been drinking too much coffee in quarantine because it tastes good and it doesn't have calories um, and then I've become, you know, a heart attack having psychopath. Um, so I wanted a solution for that as I drank my coffee. Um, and that's all could have all at least had was. a
0: logo on there that could have been an advertisement, you know? Like, hold on. Drop. Reddit placement. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, actually. I. That's smart. Um, it's D-R-A-A-P-S dot com. Okay. Uh, sign up. Uh, we are just... Getting through our first, second round of testing, um, and what that is, it's a it's a combination of you know nootropics and vitamins and cool stuff that makes your the energy from the coffee calm and longer lasting energy, and then like chills you out and like a, you don't feel like your heart's gonna fall out of your chest. Um, so it's really fun. Um, so it takes away the jitters and it gives you more energy. And that's totally a thing you can do with vitamins and you no know, tropics and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, really excited about drops. That's like one of my favorite things. So that, it, it was one of those moments where it was an aha. Uh-huh. And so that makes it less scary because I'm like, I want it. And I assume other people want it. My husband wants it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's
0: go. Yeah. How, so, and that's, I'll come right back to that. But how did you find drops how did you get, come across them I mean you didn't weren't you didn't like start with the problem and start titrating formulas you know in your a lab you know like oh, I'm gonna make a chemical and then like turn that chemical into a dropper and like you know maybe you did but how, otherwise if not how did you kind of stumble into the that relationship and that collaboration that's led into this you know business opportunity for you
1: yeah um, it, it's really simple I had have a client that is a uh, supplement company and I was talking with one of the owners and I was like your supplements work which is weird and freaks me out but good on you so this stuff actually works could we make this and he's like totally let's make it I was like yeah let's, let's go make it yeah. um so he is he is the he's not a doctor but he's worked in supplement world enough to see you know how things work with each other um and he has a manufacturer he works with and so all of us together say what do we want out of this how do we you know mathematically make it possible You know, what ingredients are water soluble like it's really interesting when you get into there and say like, and how many milligrams of vitamin b can you put in or vitamin b6 let's say oh it's two thousand times what the body needs but oh people get excited about this vitamin so then you go through the process of kind of marketing within the ingredients which is really interesting like if you see aguachanda and anything that's pill, like regular pill size it's not enough to do anything but it's a cool hip thing if you're if your dose is four pills maybe Um, So yeah, like learning all these things, like what is the hip filler and like this, that, and the other. So that's been very fun. But yeah, it was a wish for what's already happening.
0: There you go. No, yeah, way to bring it all together. Um, Although I didn't, yeah, got it. So, but you found, you know, you had the and this isn't I mean and I know kind of firsthand and I'm similar to is like you just you, you share all your ideas you're socializing ideas and you're getting one market feedback and two it's you're putting out you know feelers for potential collaborators you, you know you, you put you put it out there it's wish for what's already happening but also you have a, an approach that's like I don't know something like if you just kind of it out it's not, not nothing that you, if you dream it it will become true or like build it and they i don't know burn. yeah it's like, we, like if you just talk about it it might happen if you never bring it up or if you just thought that the whole time that person wasn't going to go out of their way to be like hey do you want to like collaborate on this project where you have equity and we start a business together based on my sort of platform of of you know manufacturing and like uh, like ingredients and yours in marketing mm-hmm. and consumer goods like you had to sort of say that you kind of are putting yourself out there and I guess taking risks of someone being like, no, that's dumb or uh, like stealing your idea. I mean, has any of what kind of like, re- I mean, how do you handle rejection or what are, what's a case of that gone wrong, if any? And, and I mean, God, I would never say anything goes wrong. Cause I would always say, well, you know, on the average I'm, I'm way better off. So I think you're optimistic too, but maybe anything that where you're like get over yourself get over your fears because here's the worst that's happened to me or Mm -hmm. what what would you how do you weigh in on that
1: yeah um so a lot of that again stems from childhood and i've actually been working on a book and i feel like i've just been like interrogating myself a lot but um i think my mom always said uh was what's the worst they can say and the answer is no um the other thing is I have grown a wild sense of confidence. Um, I haven't always had it, but I know I'm good at my job. So if people don't want to work with me, that's on them. Um, that's a similar sense of confidence I feel with, you know, just being a human. Um, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to make you like. I, I'm not going to make you like me. If you don't already like me, that's we're good. We we never need to be friends. Um, so it's the same with work, and so. I feel like I don't know I just throw things out because one I can always play it off as a joke everything's a joke right
0: just kidding
1: <laughs> and then I can punch my desk um accidentally I don't have anger issues um but yeah it's just I don't know like what do what do you have to lose you have everything to gain right um go have fun like also, again, throw your ideas out to people you like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I, I feel like I had something else to say, but I think that covered all of it, which was, you know, there's kind of a, you know, maybe a little bit of an experience share there. I don't know if that's something that, you know, others are kind of like struggling with, of how do you even get that sort of thing off the ground? Um, and it's not, you don't have to do it all, right? You sort of out there, ask yeah all the worst people could say is no so you're asking for partnership asking for kind of help but also just yeah throwing out ideas and seeing what what sticks and you're getting feedback you know from the market as you do it too like yeah you know like it don't like it whatever um i I wanted to go so you have have you made you've made some product income like now or in in recent memory
1: what do you mean by? have
0: you you've gotten checks from like some like the product sales these or one of these past ventures mm-hmm. um, or are these initial, pro- okay, yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm saying that because I'm like, I don't think I've ever made a check off of like a SaaS or product or thing. And that's really one of my goals. Um, is Um It's
1: really interesting that. because, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but on. like yeah. in the tech world, um often the goal is scale, 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 scale become acquired, right? And a lot of these direct consumer companies they just want to they, they don't want to be the biggest brand in the world they just want to be able to live so if you're getting your dividends quarterly like all of a sudden 10 percent means something um because you know everyone's getting their salary the company's running and if there's a profit then you get a check um because unlike the tech world like th- this is th- this isn't trying to be we work you know the yeah. the goal is to be profitable not to scale in a lot of you know the tech world that is completely the opposite um so every dollar is going back in you know what is it uber's still not profitable who knows I, I i'm pretty sure that is the case they're i believe they're losing like a billion dollars a year no that's yeah, too that's much. it no, um, I was gonna say I don't I know. Know.
0: per per quarter probably. we'll, we'll look it up.
1: Um but I'll have the my other
0: editor lot. fact check that. Just kidding, that doesn't <laughs> happen.
1: <laughs> we can pretend. Um, that's right. No, but you're right. Yeah, so like in in like a CPG world, that's it's a different goal. So you can actually make money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I and mean, that means you've sorta of, you you've not only taken the step, but you've gotten some of the you've started to see it really materialize Um, and I don't know I think for me there's just like a threshold like you know I've had other ventures and other adventures that have yielded yeah partnership stuff investment equity um, and some have yielded, you know led to you know payoffs that were good but to actually in terms of like yeah taking the approach that you've taken and having that turn into like non like Either non-service revenue or you know non-consulting revenue or non-sort of like one-off, one-time event revenue, is something I'm interested to, in too. And uh, and I have not like crossed that threshold. I feel like that'll just be a great day. That dollar, you know, I, that's kind of where I'm at. And sounds About like the you one you're a gonna frame in the journey. Yeah, like oh, I got that dollar. I made that sale. Yay. Um, and then start do you see that as like the future of how you'll manage kind of your career and your portfolios it'll always be things is that like kind of a I hope gonna so. become a requirement yeah okay
1: um yeah but at the same time well yes because I think one of my goals and I've been saying it a lot and as different opportunities arise it's hard to keep my eye on that prize sometimes I would yeah. love one job just one
0: what would um, that one job be I mean,
1: but it, yeah it depends right so it's that one job managing
0: all your other 10 jobs
1: exactly yeah. uh or does you know drops take the fuck off and i don't know if we're cursing here but we are now
0: um we are. We are
1: now um and that's my plan but okay it's a single product company does the product might expand does it get acquired blah 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 um but do I take, you know, do I stop taking clients to spend all my time there? Or do I hire someone to do what I do there to do other. Yeah. So like it, I am, um, I think it, I can't make that decision until it starts to happen. But if I know myself, I will never have more. Job. Yeah. It will be, the job will be managing. Um, yeah. But I, I really like that idea. Um, also, it is important to know that I punched my desk so hard that I'm bleeding.
0: <laughs> Damn, there you go. It's a tiny, tiny baby drop of blood, though. But um, it is—it's real, verified. Uh, so what What are your goals like for the year? So, I mean, you know, I'm hearing kind of you've—you know—innovated. You're an innovator already, and you've driven success into kind of helping companies go to market, and grow you've then innovated on your own sort of business models, taking like a portfolio approach and really looking for like deeper collaborations, which does seem like a natural evolution when you've achieved success, you don't want to necessarily just work at a bigger company and you don't necessarily want to like fan out to all these employees. So you want to get more out of each engagement. And now that's sort of shifted to like, it's not less about more out of each engagement, more out of each, each like investment, you know, or or co-investment. Um, so that's like really awesome and huge and and the way you've gotten there is sort of like collaborations and it's about relationships and asking you know the worst people could say is no and also putting your ideas out there to be shamed laughed at stolen uh or, or etc because who gives a fuck? like people if they like it they'll pick up for it pick up on it and you'll you'll you know find you know people that are worth working with What what does success look like for you this year Um, and beyond like how do you kind of define that
1: um right now success for me looks like launching these companies bringing them to market actually doing it because okay i'm an expert at planning how companies could go to market but i want to see them there um marston collection the the home goods artisanal uncommon luxury uh that we're talking about there that's going to take a minute that's you know product acquisition, packaging acquisition, customer acquisition, that's not uh, not a quick one. Drops, on the other hand, is okay, let's get a thousand bottles of it and go. Uh, so I think that will be faster, but getting both of these companies to market by the end of the year um, is ideal with Drops. I would like th- for that to be self-sustaining at least by the end of the year. Um, because I do think I can get it to market before Q3 and if you know I've learned how to bootstrap I don't want to make that company a startup where we get you know two million dollars in ad revenue or ad uh, spend that that doesn't seem necessary with what I've been doing um, because I've been in this space where I, I mean we'll see but yeah I want drops to be self-sustaining, and I want Marson Collection to be, to market, and I would like to take a nap at some point. I would love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, no shit. And
1: then well, and then the other thing that we're both you know, interested in talking about and looking at business models for is, you know, I bought the cabin upstate, and so I have five acres there. I want to finish the cabin, but then how? Like, what is the next step there? Yep,
0: yeah. we'll be building a modular home community. Spoiler alert. Um Another one of my yeah, one of my projects, right? I got to get prototype is in production. No, prototype is in design phase, but then we'll we'll move into you know building uh, version 1.0. So um, and how are you looking at like continue right because you you're, it's a portfolio approach, right? So you know, how are you getting more collaborators into your web? How are you you know putting more out there and growing your pipeline of potential partnerships? What's your kind of approach and strategy there?
1: just being really good at my job Uh, honestly it's really it's interesting because that's what i do for people right like i create their pipeline their flywheel etc etc all of my business has been word of mouth um i've never really advertised i've never advertised um so yeah it's that is like the least answer answer i know um But I I think it's also being social and being honest and being trustworthy and being a good person and not over promising, like not over promising makes you good at your job. If you are honest with people and you're like, yeah, throw $3,000 at ads, you might get a single sale, but then we can figure out what we're doing wrong. They will hire you again, as opposed to throw $3,000 at ads and we're going to get this, that, and that, and that, and don't overpromise because it's not realistic and, and it harms the longevity of the relationship always. So yeah, I think, yeah, that's another thing that is really important is that, you know, is not overpromising. It's like an extension of being br- brutally honest, but. Yeah. So and it's
0: kind of like, good. ahead. Go. I was going to say, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're continuing to have people come you know, be attracted to you and your magnet because you're, you know, doing a good job and being, um, you know, authentic and transparent and all that, all those things that go into do, like, doing a good job because it's like bad to do the other way, but you're gonna be, you've started to get way more intentional about grooming those for, you know, kind of that investment portfolio opportunity approach. And where does that lead? What does like 10 years from now look like? You'll be, you know, 37, obviously. Um,
1: Thank you. Yeah,
0: me too. Haha, ha. just kidding.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't, oh, anyway, so pretend 10 years from now doesn't suck in terms of like that number, but um, but uh, what does that look like for the, for the Whitney Marston Pierce brand? I mean, not the brand, you're in branding, so I don't mean the brand, but you know, for yeah, I mean the portfolio right yeah the portfolio
1: yes um ideally okay so there's a couple things ideally a lot of the companies i've worked with previously that we've been talking about that i have equity and whatnot in and you know dividends and payouts and what have you those some i have faith in a lot i don't but what i do have faith in is the projects i'm creating to continue to do that um so i guess i'm not kidding when i say take a nap i i want to create these companies get them you know sustainable and profitable and and moving forward and making the world better in some way or another Um, so like with marston collection you know helping artisans get their work to a larger audience and you know creating jobs in underrepresented communities and just being able to do some good and make some money. More is better than less. Um, And then the same with drops. It's, you know, make, help people feel better. And that, that makes me feel better. And then, you know, if it's profitable and I have a kid running it because it's a one, and I say kid because I'm extremely old at this point um in 10 years
0: uh in 10 years
1: exactly um then like yeah that portfolio effect and then you know multiple investment properties and maybe those are long-term rentals and maybe those are short-term rentals and maybe there's a you know maybe we make a pod hotel in the middle of nowhere and like i don't know it's i want to keep i i want the projects I'm doing now to live on because obviously I'm more invested in them and client than client work um but then at the same time I want to be able to have the bandwidth to explore new ideas always um so I guess that's almost an answer
0: yeah no, that's a great answer I like explore new ideas always you know and I think you know uh, uh, that's a good one put that for your book E N I A. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, yeah, no, that was perfect because I think it's not, you know, it is about kind of the journey and it's hard to know where we'll be in 10 years. And, and it's sort of like tough, especially when you're kind of where you are, which is right in a sweet spot, you know, which is, I've got kind of this experience. You're not ready to just be like full on, like invest into other people. You still are like very much a, a doer and a maker of these, of these ideas. And because you're your own customer, right? So once you're like no longer anyone's customer, it's like, well, I got to kind of like, I have to trust that other people know what's on trend. And, and that just doesn't last like forever, but I mean, you can be, I mean, it can last a long, long time. And so it's kind of make, I was almost gonna say make hay while the sun shines, but like, it's not, it's, that's sort of more like, you know, unique to each person, right? So when you feel like you're in that that zone, kind of make the most of it and be thoughtful and intentional with kind of the projects you, you pick, but I, you know, I don't know, this isn't like, this is such a, like a non-obvious kind of conversation, but it's so like interesting and important because it's hard to, a lot of people don't even like call this out or name it, right? It's not, they're not like, oh, you know, I don't know, what is it? Like, what are you? You're like, yeah, like I'm an investor, I'm a freelancer, I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a, a consultant, I'm a designer of, from a supplement seller, you know, like I'm a, like whatever. It's so kind of, it. I think for a lot of people, like that's just confusing, but mm-hmm you know, and I mean, for me too, I think it's like, what are you doing? Like, well, I've got one project. What's that project? Well, it's to run all my projects. You know, it's like, well, damn. And then like one of those projects that I'm running actually is to look at like 10 other projects. So like that one's a big one. Okay. Like this one's a little one. Um, And I don't know if that's good, but there's definitely something there. And I think a lot of people are kind of exploring how they view their sort of life and career and their portfolio of and body of work and, and kind of finding the work that matters in a way that sort of, yeah, I mean, we have to pay bills, but we got to, like, but we want more, right. We want kind of, we want to care. And, um, and so that kind of gets us back to like, yeah, finding these partnerships and being our own client, eating our own dog food and like making stuff that we like. And um, so I'm totally, you know, vibing with what, what you've got going on. And to You're me, lying. it's obvious. Yeah. It's like, it's so obvious, it's like, wow, you've got your shit together. Um, and like, these will all work of course, cause I'm also like, uh, you know, entrepreneur, optimist person. So it's like, yeah, like, dude, these are all gonna be a hit. And then next year you have three more ideas and each year a sequence of businesses. And eventually you're just like this big kind of, you know conglomeration of, you know, a, you know one person show just running like 10 different successful kind of businesses. And then our uh, modular home business will be also in that, in that uh, category of success. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, I just, you know that's why I suck at this interviewing, because I end up talking, but I get kind of excited about what I'm trying to pull at threads that I think others will kind of get something out of. And, and you've got a lot to like, you know, be obviously proud of for your own accomplishments, but like, duh, you're a boss, so you know that. But like, for others to kind of be like, huh, and can they stitch that together? And what is innovation? Like? And then also, yeah, like, what does kind of innovation look like in collaboration? And it's like takes on many different forms and you've kind of showcased a few of, of what that looks like. So anyway, why don't you just wrap us up with something? I need to find a, a standardized, like closing, like name me five things. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, what's your, I guess. standardized
1: closing. Are you ready for this? Um, yeah. Oh just, yes, please. Thank the, you. What What advice would you give someone? Okay. Um,
0: what advice would you give someone?
1: What business advice do you give someone? Um, this, and, and this is actually something I've, I do very regularly is like, and it goes all the way back around to wish for what's already happening. Um, what, what do you want to do? Doesn't matter. What are you good at? What do you like doing? How can you combine those things to make money?
0: Damn, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, so I will now officially adopt that as a closer. Like what business advice would you give someone because um, everyone, every show has some sort of like kind of seamless and like predictable clothes. Mine always just are kind of like, okay, well time, bam. Well, I'm bored, off.
1: so shut it down.
0: Yeah, like, oh shit, I just ran way over. I've got another meeting for like my job. Um, but no, that's great. And like, you know, you said, I actually almost pointed that out. It's like, it, it, and almost in a way that's like, you know, wish for what's already here. Um, but it's also not just like combining your you know, your passion with your talent because like then like you never work a day in your life. Like you also you were like obviously like I, I saved up too. Like so I intentionally grinded it out, banked money and put the money away. Um work life so balance I think in that not. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean like actually I read this other guy's like someone forwarded me some email from the guy it was like i think the, i don't know if his newsletter was called the algebra of wealth or that's just the title of this newsletter but this guy that started like red envelope which sort of like preceded netflix kind of or mm-hmm. whatever but it's like whatever and and he was like you know doing what you love is kind of like a bullshit myth you kind of have to like be calculated you have to like get find the right job find the right career find the right path understand which waves to ride and then like you know when you find the right ones then you can jump on it but everything else like you've got to have like plan B's out the ass. Like you have to have a job, you have to save money. You have to like be valuable in the marketplace because it's not just like, I love this, I'm doing it. And like, ergo, I'm successful. Like you'll, you know, that is not- Mary Rich, if if that's your plan. Yeah, yeah, like you're just missing- That needs to be part of your plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know- That's my other
1: life advice, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Get All a right. trust fund or marry rich. If you're, if you don't have 17 backup plan,
0: get a, get a trust. Yeah. So get a trust fund be like, mom, dad, like you didn't, you haven't really delivered yet. So mm-hmm. are you about to like buy some lotto tickets and like maybe get win one, one of these days and mm-hmm. like put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um uh So, but yeah. So anyways, no, I think, you know, you didn't like kind of call that out, but obviously you, you also like for a long time honed your craft and, and grinded it out. And like, uh you know, built your business and built up some sort of either like you know monetary reserves or just general um like resiliency so that when you were making these jumps you could do it you weren't like day one like oh i love this i'm just doing it and all of a sudden you're like wait a minute i'm fucking evicted and homeless like but my love and my passion is my job so like that was i I don't know i was adding some of that like practicality to it of is it's easier said than done It's possible, but you got to have sort of like multi-plans. So anyways, one day I'm going to get a purpose to this whole podcast and it's going to be all self-help and I'll get all the clicks and the views. But for now, it's just interesting conversations and people can find experiences and get what they want out of each one. And I think you've definitely been a rock star. So thank you for kind of doing this with me.
1: Oh my gosh, it's an absolute pleasure. And let's do it again, anytime, um, you know, launch some companies real quick and get back to you. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so yeah, we'll do a follow-up episode after some companies have launched, maybe they're just yours, or maybe there'll be a collaboration. And shit, we should just record the collaboration. So step one, we met through another collaborative friend. We collaborated on something that no, no deals came together, but we were working, you know, helping a company out. And then we've stayed in touch and we've made it our purpose to sort of like stay in touch and like kind of touch base every couple of weeks. And then sometimes every few months, sometimes it's six months. And, and then sometimes every um, week. Yeah, sometimes every week. So kind of like ebb and flow with where like the energy is and we've got some definitely shared interests. And so we're sort of pursuing those and maybe something comes of it. So I'd love it if something does come of that and then we can kind of like do a making of like the startup podcasting and podcasting about podcasting.
1: Uh, yeah, be super.
0: Meta, meta as fuck. That's M A F, math. Math,
1: um, and that. the S L B F. Let's build fam. That's let's it's build. actually <sighs> going to be uh, the name of the podcast about podcasts about modular homes.
0: <laughs> oh, let's build fam. Oh man, damn. That's why you are awesome at your job because that was like, one thousand. Like that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um okay I'm writing that down. Okay cool. Let's do it. Well, yeah we're doing it.